You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. Jesus stops the condemnation. You know, I spoke to you yesterday about Jesus stops the punishment. Punishment and condemnation often go together. You see, when we're not living right and come under condemnation of God's Word, it begins to constantly hover over us as children of God and try to get our attention. And then we can get very uncomfortable. And where we used to have so much so-called freedom to do whatever we like before we knew Christ, now that we know Christ, His Word is coming alive in our hearts and in our minds. And He begins to make us willing to do what is right. And the Apostle Paul describes this, how when we're given through Jesus coming into our lives a new heart and a new mind, we we all of a sudden become aware, conscious of his word that says, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not lie, thou shalt not steal, nor bear false witness, nor covet your neighbors, and so forth. And, and these laws of God, they are written, as it says in Hebrews chapter 8 and chapter 10, in our hearts and in our minds, where we have the inward witness of the Father, where we are beginning to know. Paul describes this beautifully there in Romans chapter 7 and 8. He says, before I knew Christ, the law was written on stones, but not in my heart. And Now that Christ has come into my heart, all of a sudden that law begins to make me aware, no, this is not the way, this is not the way. And what I believe is true, the law of God and is right, and I love it, and I agree with it, that you shouldn't commit adultery, you shouldn't steal, you shouldn't bear false witness. That very thing is what I do. And what I don't want to do, those sins, I do. And what I do want to do, God's law, I don't. Oh, wretched man, what do I do now? And you see, I, I remember when I was a pastor in the Netherlands a long, long time ago, 1980, I think I was pastoring there from 1981 till 1986 in one of my father's churches. My father pioneered immense work in immense uh, churches, and so he was a great apostle of the Lord Jesus, my father. But uh, this dear lady came to me after she started attending the church and received Christ in her heart, and she said to me, Pastor, ever, ever since I've come to the church, all hell's broken loose in my life. And, and immediately the Spirit of the Lord Jesus came up in me to give give an answer and I said to her it's like you've been cooking in the kitchen with the lights off all your life and now the light is turned on through Christ coming into your heart so you can do one of two things 
You can turn off the light and keep cooking or spring cleaning. What do you think? She looked at me with a smile. She said, spring cleaning, Pastor. And you see, this is how Jesus stops the condemnation that we're constantly made conscious of areas in our lives where we need to change. We need to let Him, by His Spirit, that Paul then talks about in Romans chapter 8 as the answer for Romans chapter 7, let the Spirit come into us to renew us inwardly with His nature, with His character, and that we put off the old nature with its failings and put on the new nature that is recreated in the likeness of the Father. You read about this in Titus chapter 3, verse 4 through 7, and in Colossians chapter 3, verse 10. And that you are renewed inwardly, or as Paul would say in 2 Corinthians 4, 16 through 18 daily. You are being made new inwardly, and that Titus describes as the way that God cleanses you. He washes away that condemnation out of your nature, and where you now that you become part of Christ, you all of a sudden, the mirror of God's Word comes up to your conscience and you have to acknowledge this is not right, this is not right, this is not right. And then you can say, Lord, change me. I'm yours, Lord. You bought me with your blood. Cleanse me. Transform me. Renew me, Lord. Your Word has said that you, by your Spirit, transform me into your likeness. Second uh, Corinthians 3, 17 and 18. Lord, change me, change me. And you see, that's the cleansing that washes away the condemnation. And you come into this incredible, beautiful discovery that I'm going to read to you here in Romans chapter 8. I told you Romans 8 is the answer for Romans 7. Romans 7 says, Now that I have a new heart and a new mind through having Christ in me, I begin to realize what the law says. And I realize that I have a sin nature in me that does the opposite to what God says. Oh, wretched man am I who will deliver me from this body of death in which the law of sin is. And then Romans 8 starts with, we are free from that law of sin by the law of life in Christ. And he describes it beautifully. And he says then this here in, in, in ver, verse 33 of chapter 8. So you get into this place in Christ, that you're so washed free from condemnation. You're free by Jesus. He stops the condemnation that you begin to realize this in verse 33. Who shall bring a charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is he who condemns? It is Christ who died and furthermore is also risen, who is even at the right hand of God, who makes intercession for us, who could separate us from the love of the Father. You see, friends, Jesus can stop the condemnation. That does not mean that he just covers our behaviors. No, he cleanses us. He transforms us. We're no longer the same. I used to, but I don't anymore. I used to, but I don't anymore. That is the freedom of condemnation. The freedom of condemnation is not to become permissive. 
You know, one pastor said to me in another nation, he said, Pastor Robert, what do I do? I have this leader and and this leader is leaving their spouse. In this case, it was a lady, is leaving her husband, but wants to just say it's all okay because he's under grace when the reason she's leaving him it's not because he's done anything wrong. And I know there's a lot to say about this, so I, I'm, I'm needing to be careful how to explain this, but the point was, you see, it's not just to whitewash something and then think I'm free from what makes me feel unhappy. No, friends, you need to let God transform you. Jesus stops the condemnation by transforming us, yes, you could say Jesus paid the price on Calvary to stop the condemnation without question. Totally. But the condemnation has its manifestation in us through him transforming us. Yes, you come to that realization, Jesus paid it all, but then that needs to be revealed in you that you no longer continue in the old way but that you live in a new way. Paul describes this so superbly right here in Romans, and I'll read it to you from the living to, to kind of make it a bit quicker. He says, um, here it is, should we keep on sinning because we don't have to? Should we keep on sinning when we don't have to? Do you not realize that sin's power over us was broken when we became Christians and were baptized to become part of Jesus Christ? Do you not see that through his death, the power of your sinful nature was shattered? That old sin-loving nature was buried with him by baptism when he died. And when God the Father with glorious power brought him back to life again, you were given his wonderful new life to enjoy do you not see that your old evil desires were nailed to the cross with him? That part of you that loves the sin was crushed and fatally wounded so that your sin-loving body is no longer under sin's control, no longer needs to be a slave of sin. For when you are debtened to sin, you are freed from its allure. You are freed from its allure and its power of you. And since now your old sin-loving nature died when Christ died, you can now enjoy his new sinless life. Oh, when it says Jesus stops the condemnation, friends, it's because you've changed. And if somebody would come to you with that accusation that would have in the past frightened you silly, now you can say when they say, you can say, yeah, you were right. I used to be that way. And you were right, that was wrong. And I'm so grateful for my loving Father who has by his long sufferings and goodness and mercy led me to repentance that now I've been transformed by the spirit of life in Christ Jesus and I no longer live after the old sin nature but I live after the new nature of Christ in me. I'm no more in condemnation because I'm transformed. Jesus stops the condemnation. You know, if 
let me read this little statement here from John chapter 8, verse 26. Jesus says, I have much to say about you and to judge and condemn. But he who sent me is true, reliable. And I tell the world only the things that I've heard from him. In other words, what Jesus is saying to these people at that moment, you know, when I look at you, I can see there's things not right about you. But I haven't come here to bring condemnation, but salvation. You see, the spirit by which Jesus frees you from condemnation, like I say, is transformation. But the way he brings the transformation is by that spirit that enables and empowers us and where we get an inclination by his nature in us to no longer want to continue in the old way and we cast off the old way as we put on the new way, that new life in Christ Jesus. And I find this so exhilarating and I want to just in closing go over this one lovely scripture here in 1 John. Condemnation, oh, so many people I find suffer this so painfully and are so afraid of and live in such torment. And that's not the way God wants you to live. He wants you to get free from it, but I understand. (laughs) Oh, I had such painful condemnation for so long that I wasn't good enough for God, that he couldn't trust me. I'll never forget, I lay down on the bed next to Virginia. This is, oh, many years ago, 20 years ago or so, maybe a bit longer, and I said to her, darling, I am so tired of this burden that I'm not good enough for God, that he can't trust me, that I will keep wrestling with it. I know he helps me and I know he enables me and empowers me, but it keeps on pushing on me and pushing on me. And she just sweetly laid her hand on me and she said, you will not carry this anymore. Jesus carried it for you and it left me. It's incredible power in agreement. And Jesus comes to you today and he says, I'm here to stop the condemnation. So you no longer feel that you're not good enough that you no longer feel you're falling short, that you're no longer afraid of what people think or say about you, but that you live in the light of my love and that you feel accepted and well-pleasing in my sight by my grace. So let me close with you here out of 1 John chapter 1. Listen to this. 1 John chapter 1 verse 7. Uh, Yeah. And in, oh, that's why I didn't recognize it. It's First Peter. I went a bit too. Okay, here it is. And if we really are living and walking in the light as he himself is in the light, we have true unbroken fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses, removes us from all sin and guilt and keeps us cleansed from sin in all its forms and manifestations. Now, if we say we have no sin and refusing to admit that we are sinners, we delude and lead ourselves astray, and the truth which is the gospel which the gospel presents is not in us and does not dwell in our hearts. But if we freely admit that we have sinned and confess our sin, he is faithful and just 
true to his own nature and promises and wills forgive our sins, dismiss our lawlessness, and continuously cleanse us from all unrighteousness, everything not in conformity to his will in purpose, thought, and action. And to live free from condemnation, you've got to live in that continual flood that flows from Emmanuel's veins. We sing that beautiful hymn, there is, uh, there is a fountain filled with blood that flows from Emmanuel's veins and sinners plunged beneath that flood lose all their guilty stains. You've got to live in that flood of His precious blood that the Holy Spirit continuously ministers the cleansing of your heart and mind with the blood of Jesus and washes you continuously so that you stay free from condemnation. And yet, while we have still a lot to learn to be conformed to Him, we now walk in that newness of life in which there is no condemnation. Read it there in Romans chapter 8, verse 1 and 2. There is no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. So Jesus keeps us free from the condemnation while we're still being transformed into His likeness and conformed to His character and nature. And it is so lovely to live free that you know nothing against yourself. You're not afraid of what people think of you. You can love everybody, even people that have said unkind things about you. You can bless them and you can be good to everybody. Why? Because God is good to you. God loves you. God is with you and you feel His love and peace guarding your heart and mind. Wow, what a way to live. Amen. Have a good day.